Tonight's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcast Network. For more episodes like this, go to breelnetwork.com. Enjoy the show. What a rainy, gloomy night here at the Four Distraction Studios. Horrible, cold. I wish I knew any of those grim fairy tales or anything like that to get into a conversation about it. Or something along those lines. Nobody but, cares about the weather, Adam. But we're here. For, I care about the weather. People don't care about the weather I on a podcast. I love the weather. I'm a big fan of the weather. There's a grim fairy tale for you. Yes, you're handing me a grim fairy tale. What is today, Scott? What's today? Today's a great day, Adam. Today is when we're recording this podcast, that is. It is May 6th of 2017. The first Saturday in May, which is Free Comic Book Day. I didn't know about this, and I wish I would have. Free Comic Book Day. I went to our local comic book shop here in Mercer County, Pennsylvania. Well, we have a couple. Didn't know that was a thing in this area either. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Can you get your comic game going? We'll give a shout-out to Benny's Comics in downtown Sharon, Pennsylvania. And I got a whole stack of them, man. A slowed full. What's our favorite comic in that stack, Scott? Well, Our favorite comic we were looking at that we were both super interested in. Well, let's let's give the people at home a little bit of an idea here. When they say free comics, they give you, like, a tiny little thing. And it's the old-fashioned comics. Not like the not like the ones I've been buying with like the, the, the spine. graphic novel, the spine, right? Like an actual book. These are the old-fashioned, like, Flimsy Archie dimsy. and Jughead, you know? Yeah. It, and they, they're just basically, like, trying to get people started on a new story. That you'll go back, you'll buy the rest of them. Yeah. So they're just very beginnings, startings of these different comics. I got a ton of them. I love it. But the one I'm the most excited about, and I think you are too, is Star Trek The Next Generation Mirror Broken. Yes, it is. And, I'm fascinated by that comic, to be honest with and you. We will, and, and we will post pictures of these on our social media. So go ahead on Facebook, search for For Your Distraction. Like us on there. Go on to Twitter. Follow us on Twitter, For Your yes. Distraction. And you'll see, we'll put the pictures of all these on our social media. But the Star Trek The Next Generation Mirror Broken. So it's got... A Captain Picard who's sitting at, at the helm and still bald headed. Still bald headed. He's got a fantastic white goatee. I didn't notice this either. Look at his biceps. He's got a sleeveless uniform on. Yeah, it's a cutoff. Yeah. It and is. he is totally ripped. This dude has dude, been lifting hard. He's got guns. And he's got like a sash. He really has a pirate look to him. And in the background. To his left, our right, is Counselor Deanna Troy with looking as fine as ever, tits yeah, hanging out. There it is. Looking very, very fine. Does she have like does she have that like weird glove sleeve that's going up her arm that's she not does. connected to the That's yeah. a sexy look. That's yeah, a sexy she's got thing, the, right? Whatever there. that's called. And then on the other side is Data, who's like half Borg data, which is really interesting. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean He's got like Borg mechanics on his arm and on his eye. Still wearing the, still rocking the gold uh, outfit and everything. Yeah. I wonder. I, I'm curious if all the other characters are in there, like Riker and Jordy and everything like that. I want to know if they're in there. Well, I read a little bit at the beginning, and I saw uh, Reg Barkley and Tasha Yar are both in it, yeah. but I haven't got too far. But I'll let you know. And in this story, it's like 
the Federation really isn't a thing. It's it's an alternate universe. The Federation isn't a thing. And they're like the villains now, Adam. They're almost like pirates. Yeah. They are and they're like That's cool. Yeah. Well, so we'll see how that goes. But I also got um this one called Grimm's Fairy Tales. I got Disney's The Descendants. I've got Captain Canuck. Real excited about this one. That's like a Canadianism. Now this one, Kaiser Sozi, Scorched Soze. Earth. Soze. Soze. It's not like it's not like from the usual suspect, Kaiser Sochi. Might be. I have I no know. idea. I, I doubt it, but it might be. I've got one of my favorites from a kid. The Teenage looks, Mutant Ninja Turtles. That one looks badass. Yeah. I'm excited about that one, too. I've got the all-new Guardians of the Galaxy. Gotta be honest, they look weird. Here's my question. Is that supposed to be Groot? Baby Groot. A, where? It's baby Groot. Wait, where? where? Right there on Rocket's head. Let me see that. Hold on a second. We, I'm sorry for the people listening to oh, this. I, well, if you I, pull up our photos, you'll be able to see it. I focused on the big green man. I'm like, who the fuck well, is that's that? That's Drax. That's Drax? Yes. He's blue, though. Not in this. He's not. No. Okay. I mean, maybe. This. I don't know. I never read the comments. James Cameron's Avatar. That looks like a pretty cover. This looks I've fun. Got this looks fun right a here. A Rick and Morty comic. We're big fans of Rick and Morty. Love who isn't? Em. And I'm really excited about this one, too. DC Universe Rebirth Wonder Woman. And this one, which is the Secret Empire, the Marvel Secret Empire. This is the one, I think, where Captain America is with uh, Hydra. I was going to say, that looks like Captain America on the front, but I don't know who the other ones are. There's like a a red-masked dude that's like like a... like kind of looks like cloth, Cobra Commander, like a cloth yeah. hood or something like that yeah, over his the... head. It's all red. Well, shit. we'll we'll post the picture so the people listening are like, "Well, what the fuck are they talking about? I can't even see these comics." And if you're we're a big just... comic guy, you probably know what we're talking about. But... We're describing them for you. It's it's what we do. I liked comics as a kid, but I definitely got out of them. So I'm, I'm excited to read some of these. And I'm getting back into them, like I t- like I told you about. I'm starting to get back into a lot of the X Men's mm-hmm. that uh, I'm getting into. So well, I'll let you. I know you definitely. Are eyeing up the generation star Trek. I was too. I'm gonna read it for it won't take me long. It's a little short, but then I'll yeah. let you borrow it and probably both get hooked on it. So so free comic book day is a great thing. It I'm is really so the first Saturday in May every year is free comic book day. Um hopefully your local comic book shop you know participates in it. If not they suck, find a different one. But I found it online. I found that Free comic book day was happening, so I stopped in and got him. So yeah, I had no idea. Well, oh well. So how you doing, Adam? I'm doing pretty good, Scott. I'm ready to drink some beer. Oh, what do we the, got here? The beer of the show. So last time we were together, we were with Deloney and Lackey again. Good show, a lot of fun. And I mentioned how I just went to St. Louis, Missouri. Missouri. And, yes, and. I brought back a beer, and it was our beer of the show last episode. We had a beer from St. Louis. Well, actually, Adam, I brought back two beers to be beers of the show. So this is our second Missouri beer that I brought back, and it is called Sweet Potato Ale. It is from the Piney River Brewing Company. Brewed and canned in 
Can you can you pronounce that? I'm uh, saying Bucinus, Missouri. B U C Y N U S. It's not an N. That's that's an R. Bis Bucyrus. Bucyrus. Oh, it's an R. Bucyrus. I think that's you're right. Bucyrus, Missouri. I've been drinking, so my vision isn't 2020 right now. So Bucyrus, Missouri, is where they're from. Piney River Brewing Company. I like it, Adam. I it's a good beer. It's I like sweet potatoes. I figured it would be sweet. Pe- sweet potato does give it that's some sweetness. That's the messed up part. I can't stand sweet potatoes. Really? That's the messed up part. But it's a good beer, though. That's the thing. So Pat Lackey, who we had on the show last week, he's a home brewer, and he makes a lot of good beers. We had his beer on the show a couple times before. He makes a sweet potato ale, and it is ex- it's probably my favorite beer he's ever made, even better than the last one, which I really liked. So I have never had one other than his so when i saw this i knew i needed to bring it and i love it i do it's a great beer it's got a lot of flavor to it it's not too strong it's not too light it's not too dark it's it's got i'll be honest i can't i can't tell that it is a sweet potato ale but the flavor is really good well it's, it's sweet it's got it's but not too sugary or in the, the, sit the bottom of your stomach it's it's a great casual beer. What Pilak told us last time, and, and he's the guy, he's in the know. He's Not only is he a chemist, but he makes beer, so he's telling us how the sugar ferments, Yeah, and it changes the flavor. And it really made sense to me, because he talked about like n- beers that are brewed with maple syrup. And I love maple syrup, but beers with maple syrup I also like, but it has a different taste. He said, because the sugar ferments out. So... You know what? I like I misspoke when I said earlier. I'm like you. I'm not crazy about sweet potatoes. Like Thanksgiving time you have a bowl of sweet potatoes or some people places have, nuts have for it. Some people are alternative to french fries or sweet potato fries. And I like them. I don't dislike them, but I'd rather have regular potatoes or regular french fries. So I usually pass on them. So I'm not a huge sweet potato guy, but in beer, I love it. It's almost like the flavor changes when it ferments. So maybe that's why you're not recognizing the sweet potato flavor. Right. I like it a lot. Um, it's probably not... Hmm. I'm trying to think. If it would be one... It doesn't really hit me as a summer beer. It, it's It's got the sweetness, which I like, but I. it's hard to put my finger on. I, it tastes I, like I, a fall. A fall blend. It does. It does. But I don't want to get it confused with, with like a pumpkin ale. Even though sweet potatoes... This could rival the pumpkin ale. I'm sorry. I feel like sweet potatoes and pumpkin are very closely related. But it definitely has such a different flavor than, than the pumpkin beers, which I'm a big fan of, but not really this time of the year. It's springtime now. Pumpkins look at sweet potatoes like they're their, they're their cousins, but they look at them and they get a little funny feeling about them early on because they're like... I, I'm getting a little funny feeling about my hot cousin over there. Should I be feeling that way or not? You know, what's going on? That's 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 the relationship. Like, you know what Billy Bob Thornton says in the Bad News Bears remake? He says, uh, you know, tying is like kissing your sister. But imagine having a really, really hot sister. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, I'll, I'll rate the beer, the sweet potato ale, um... I'm gonna be. I'm gonna do it again. I haven't done it in a long time. I've been given full points, and I, I'm gonna change it up here. I'm gonna give the beer a four point two five, Adam. 
a 4.25. I think I gave Pelax sweet potato beer. I think we did it on the show a long, long time ago. And I think I, I think it was the first one ever that got a perfect five from me. I don't think this is as good as his, even though it is very, very good. But I don't. I'm not ready to give it a five, and I, I want to give it more than a four. But I still don't think it's ready for a four and a half. So that's why I went with four point two five. I put a lot of thought into this. I can tell. Four point two five is my rating for the sweet potato ale. Okay, it's my turn. Um, like I said. It's it's very sweet, but it's not too sweet. It's not overpowering, and it's a very good casual. Like I said, feels like a fall kind of beer. Something to if you don't like pumpkin, maybe try a sweet potato ale, especially from Missouri. Um, if I had to rate it, I would give it a four point zero five. I'm gonna give it a four point zero five. The point oh five is because it surprised me. So you want a four point zero five. Way to be a dick. <laughs> I had to be. I had to be. 4.05 for all you math people. So good job. Sweet Potato Ale from the Piney River Brewing Company in Bucyrus. Yeah, Bucyrus, Missouri. I will say this. I'm not a big fan of the label. Yeah, brown. Kind of brown. It's, it's like shit brown. Again, we're doing a lot of visuals tonight and you can't really see things on a podcast. So again, we will post a photo of the beer of the show to our social media avenues. So get a hold of us on Facebook and Twitter and you'll see it. Exactly. Or you could just like text us and be like, hey, what's a picture of that beer? Be like, here you go, buddy. Or you could just look at social media or you can email us. Yeah. For distraction at gmail.com. If you want to email us, we'll email you. We'll email you a picture, you know, all the information, everything. Scott, I had a dream today. A dream? Like a literal dream. Like I not like oh, I have a dream. Like Martin, like I had an actual dream today. <clears throat> so this dream, mind you, everybody listening, including Scott, it's not going into a funny story. It's just interesting. Okay, so don't expect some jolly ha-has out of this bad boy. I had a dream. It was the dystopian future. And the states were at rivalry with each other. And there was div- division, more division in America than there is today. And that's hard the, to do. The state that I'm currently dreaming about, don't remember which one it was. I don't even think it named it. But it, f- it felt like a uh, escape from New York kind of city where it's oh, like, or yeah. a future. Like it was like, like that. It was a little run down. There was, you know, you know. Freaking souped up sports cars driving around with pickup trucks behind them with big ass cages for as like jail cells for like police and everything. It was, it was one of those kind of uh, <coughs> cities. Don't ask me why, but there was a big like trial crowd going on in, like the middle of, of a street. It's like, like do you remember from uh, the Dark Knight Rises? Whatever Scarecrow is doing all those trials, all the policemen in that court. Think of it kind of like that, but in the street. Mm-hmm. You know, think of it kind of like them in the street. And they put somebody on trial for whatever reason. And mind you, as you could probably assume, this is very, very conservative, conservative bunch, like backwoods kind of conservative bunch, and everything like that. And the person they put on trial for whatever reason, one of Obama's kids. I'm assuming the eldest daughter. Sasha or Malia? Whatever the eldest daughter is. I'm assuming. I have no idea. I didn't know their names. That's just who I'm assuming. 
mind you, I'm I'm disconnected from it at this point. I'm just like a ghostly apparition flying around, you know, just viewing everything. And they're they're I'm assuming they're putting on trial for being, you know, black being and Obama's li- daughter and Obama's daughter and liberal and Democrat and all this other bullshit. And it's a weird, weird thing. They like ask all these like dumb, stupid BS questions like what do you think about, you know, the schools and, you know, healthcare and all this other bullshit. And um oh all of a sudden Obama and Michelle show up. And they don't show up to rescue their her their daughter. They show up and they join the crowd and they like sit down in the middle of the crowd because they want to let her handle it. They want to see how she handles the situation. And the final question, mind you, the questions are being asked by this person named a reverend. I don't know the name, but they just call him the reverend. Oh, jeez. Yeah, this, is, this isn't all I'm dreaming this shit, okay? And the final question is, if you could vote for anybody in American history or in, or in the world to be president, who would you vote for? It doesn't matter if they've already been president twice or not or anything like that. Everybody's expecting her, her to say, like... Oh, I'll my vote dad. for my dad again. Like, everybody ex- expecting that. There's a long pause. And Obama's daughter says, if I could vote for anybody in history, anybody to be president, I would vote for myself. Because I plan on being the first female president in U.S. history. And you know what? It was so bold to say that, it won a lot of the crowd over. To the point where they like they started booing the reverend and everything like that, and Obama had that smile and that nod and everything. It was it was everybody's expecting her to say Hillary or something like that, but she said herself and was like, ah. at that point I appear out of nowhere as like a grizzled old man with like a long gray beard, and I give her the thumbs up like, nice answer, kid. It was a weird fucking. That's dream. That's a weird dream. That was a weird dream. I woke up at that point and I was like, what the fuck was that? Wow. That's, that's that's how my brain was working in the sleep. That's I expected. Like if that would have been my dream, Obama, like Barack Obama would have showed up in like with like a cape, He'd riding had, like, a Pegasus. He would have had fucking not just a Pegasus, a unicorn Pegasus zebra, and he would have had laser eyes, and he would have laserized <coughs> the entire crowd and the Reverend and just laid waste. And yeah, that's how that's how my dream. You know, worked. it was my dream was very subtle. But it was really dramatic enough for me to be like, that felt good. That was a good feeling dream, honestly. Very Hunger so, Games-esque. So expect Obama's eldest daughter to be running for president in like 30 years. Yeah, let's do it. That's different, man. That's, that's it's fucked different. up is what it is. Yeah. I didn't know where you were going with that. It was my random thought of the day. Random thought of the day. Adam's random thoughts. So Stephen Colbert is getting hit by the FCC, isn't he? Yeah, apparently. Well, you sent me a video on social media that he made some remarks about Donald Trump. Surprise, surprise. That's how he. That's what he does for a living. Of course. And Trump makes it very easy. But he uh, made some remarks that the uh, conservative snowflakes, we'll call them, weren't too happy about. And they started a... Twitter hashtag fire Colbert and he's now rallied behind that and used it as like he's not backing down at all. For those of you that 
uh, want to look at the video that we're talking about in question. It's on YouTube on the Late Show with Stephen Colbert's YouTube page, and it's titled, This Monologue Goes Out to You. Mr. President. We'll post it on our social medias again. Yeah. I it's, a broken it's, record it's, not, it's, it's not that far down. But if you want to take a look, that's what we're talking about. He gets real hardcore during that video. At one point, and this is the part that the FCC is trying to investigate, he comments and says about Donald Trump, the only good thing your mouth is for is to be Putin's cock sleeve. He says that on live television on network television and obviously cock is bleeped out but that's the part the fcc is going after he's gonna win well not only that a lot of the backlash came from conservatives because not even a full week before this happened bill o'reilly was fired from fox news right i'm actually surprised that happened and, too. i mean he for those was, of you that live under a rock, he was fired for sexual harassment. Yes, he was so, fired for sexual harassment. Under, it only took about, like, what, 20 counts or some shit like that for Fox to be like, all right, that's a little too much, Bill. Yeah, it's it was something like 20 different <coughs> accu accusers came forward saying that they were sexually harassed. I think he oh. was watching, like, too many porn videos because, like, there were there are people that came forward, women that came forward that said he would make comments like, you know, your career is going good if you want it to go better, though, and he grabs her leg and stuff like that. I think he was watching a little too many porn videos thinking that that would actually work. Not only that, like, I should say on top of that, it was over years. Like, it's, this went on for years. This, is, this isn't something that Fox News found out overnight and said, oh, how dare you? You're fired. No, this is something they've known for years. They set it out of court a lot. Yes, and they kept looking the other way. Why? Because on Fox News, Bill O'Reilly, the O'Reilly Factor, was the highest rated show. He brought in millions of dollars in advertising for that network. And it wasn't only until the advertisers started pulling their money because they didn't want to be associated with him is when they finally pulled the plug on him. And I actually think Fox News did the right thing. I mean, they should have done it sooner. They should have done it sooner. Devil's advocate, though, Scott. Okay. I can't... I don't want to say it, but I kind of got to say it as like the business side of myself and the moderate. You almost can't blame them for trying to settle out of court as opposed to just pulling Bill O'Reilly right away because, as you said, he brought in that much money. How many people did they have to, would they have had to have laid off, fired, if they would have lost that kind of money? You know, people would have lost jobs if they would have lost that money. So, well, and, and you're not wrong. Plus, it's Fox <coughs> News, and believe me, they're not keen on the business ethics side of things to begin with. And on top of that, the president of the United States of America has also sexually harassed women on numerous occasions over the course of a long period of time. Well, and the it, American was, voters didn't fucking care about it. What was a great, great quote of our current president, Donald Trump? Oh, what was it? Grab him by the pussy. Yes. That was, that was the so, classic quote that's going to go down in history. I hope that's in future history books, 100 years down the road, where it's like, and then we have our, what number president is he? 40. 45? 45th? 45. 45th? Our yeah. 45th president of the United States, one of his greatest quotes he ever had was, grab him by the pussy. That'll be on your next test, children. Yeah. I, I hope I hope that's in the future. And see, that's that's the way that's the way Donald Trump's America is. So yeah. It's the reason why people like 
uh, freaking uh, what's his name? Uh, bah, 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 uh, Richard Spencer can talk about the shit that he's saying and everything. Oh, and we'll get into him too. Yeah, he's worth talking about too. But for right now, so the conser- conservative Republicans rallied behind this hashtag Fire Colbert, and they said, "Well, Bill O'Reilly got fired, and you can't compare the two. Stephen Colbert was telling a joke." He told a fucking joke. Why? Because he is a comedian. I'm sorry. Bill O'Reilly sexually assaulted women on numerous occasions. You cannot compare the two things. I'm sorry. If that dude from Duck Dynasty couldn't get off the air, Stephen Colbert is not getting off the air. I'm sorry. Like, if Duck Dynasty himself, the patriarch of that shit, can't get off the air for saying the shit he said, then Stephen Colbert is fine. Like, get over it. Well, I think the show is off the air, isn't it? Now, because people, once that shit came out, it lost ratings, I think. Yeah, it did. Because so. and, then, and then, not only did the people from Duck Dynasty say horribly sexist, <coughs> racist, terrible things, so it turned off, like, the liberal people who watched their show, but then later on it found out that they were all actors, they were playing characters. What's a reality TV show? They were like yuppies. They weren't really that backwoods like they pretended to be. And so when the conservatives found out how fake they were being just for a TV show, it turned them off and the ratings went down and their show got canceled. And I say good fucking riddance. <clears throat> I had a point. Shit. Fuck, I can't remember my point. Anyway. Yeah, it was. it's fucked up. I mean, fuck, I had a point. Damn it. I had a point to that, and I can't remember my point. Anyway, yeah, it's if if they're safe, Colbert is safe. Thing to remember is once again, it's his freedom of speech. He can say whatever the hell he wants. He may he may get fired because the network decides that, or the FCC decides he can't say that kind of stuff on network television. But I think he's got enough support at his back where it's like that's not gonna happen. I don't think. Yeah, I don't. I mean, if you look at the stuff that. Again, I say, if you look at the stuff that the president of the United States says, then how can he get along, get away with saying it? And a comedian who's paid to say that kind of stuff can't. It, it's 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 a non-issue to me, Adam. It really is. If you watch the video, which I know you did, but I'm talking to the people. If you guys watched the video, there's one point which I thought was the most interesting point of the video, and maybe people overlooked. It. I thought it was, and Stephen Colbert commented on it, but I thought it was the most interesting point was. The person in question that was interviewing Donald Trump was a member of CBS. And I think that's the network that Colbert is on. I think it is. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's CBS. And that's the reason why Stephen Colbert goes off on that rant about Donald Trump was because he uh, basically Trump just like fucking he insulted so the CBS or like like blew him off or whatever. But they were in the Oval Office. And what was really funny was uh, Trump tried to make a big comment that was like, you know, something really interesting about the Oval Office is the reason why it's an Oval Office is so that there's no corners for anybody to hide behind or anything like that. So it's like, well, no shit. We've learned that shit from when we were kids. But I think the biggest uh, point was Trump likes to talk a lot about fake news. 
and he likes to talk about how people twist his words and people, you know, say things that he didn't say and they, you know, they, they bend the truth and that's, you know, what it is. So this interview was like, okay, well then, then you know, what's, what's the situation here? Like he asked him about something uh, specific and he was like, well, what do you, th- what do you think about this? He's like, well, I, I don't have a comment about that. And he's like, well, I mean, you, he even said like, you talk a lot about like fake news and like all these networks and all these uh, journalists bending your words. Like the, the people want to hear it straight from the president. Like it just, set the record straight like you know what is it like say it on on television like what what is the situation or what are your thoughts on this like you know straight from your words so it's not bent to the truth or anything like that and the president said you know i'm, I'm not going to say anything this interview's over and he like shoot him away and then he sat at his desk and was flipping through papers he, but got, the, he got free comics today. Pretty much. So he, yeah. was, he was reading his comics. And the books. camera was still on him, but he was ignoring the camera for a solid like 10 seconds. Like it was it was like oh, five or 10 jughead. seconds. <laughs> like he was hiding from the thing. Like he gave him he gave him an open book. He said, Trump, say what you want to say. And at that point, because he knew that he had an open book to say what he wanted to say, he wouldn't make a comment because he knew he'd be wrong. Betty, Veronica, I'd grab them both by the pussy. Pretty much. Yeah. It was it was pretty great, honestly. I, I I liked it. It was a great. It was one of my favorite Steve Colbert moments ever. So the people listening should definitely watch the video. <laughs> they should. Like I said, it's the uh, the video is called. It's 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 another thing. It's something like this monologue goes out to you, Mister President, or something. Like it's something like that. So and we'll be sure to put it on Twitter <coughs> and Facebook too. Links to it. So. Well, that brings me to another point. Richard Spencer Scott. Oh yes, what a cunt he is. Yes, he is. And I use that word very liberally because I don't. There's a lot of people that don't like that word. They call it the c word. I don't care about that. I'll, if somebody's being, you're not going to be PC. If somebody's being a cunt, they're a cunt. I'm sorry. And he is a cunt. He, he is one of those people. He is. Uh, he might be one of the worst people to exist in America right now, honestly. He might be up there. He's definitely up there. <clears throat> he did... Uh, I've seen this advertisement many times in YouTube videos. And, you know, Kamau Bell, I think is how yes, you pronounce it? Yes, on Kama- CNN. Kamau Bell. Kamau Bell. He has this show on CNN called The United Shades of America. Yeah, and it's meant to be like... Well, he's a comedian. Um, never seen a stand-up, but he's a comedian. Um, it's meant to be, it's on CNN. It's meant to be like a, a hard hitting comedian's, uh, perspective of the world and racism and politics and all this other kind of stuff. I'm getting, that's what I'm guessing. If you can't tell by his name, he is an African American. Like a legitimate African American. Is that what you're saying? What? what? What's, what's non-legitimate African American, Adam? People that were born in America that are black that call themselves African American. Versus people from Africa that came he's over here. He's from Africa? I don't know. I'm asking you. You said he's an African-American. He's he's black. He's black. He's not African-American. Though. No, I think he's American. Yeah, he's American. He's not African-American. No, but he's a I'm black a, I'm, American. I'm one of those Democrats as a real stickler about that. Like, if you're black, I'm going to call you black because you call me white. You're an African-American. I'm sorry if you're from Africa. I'm sorry. I'm. It but, may but, not be politically correct. No, then but you're it's African, the truth. Adam. You're not African-American. If you're from Africa, if you're from Africa, you're Africa and you come over to live in the United States, then yes, you're an African-American. If you come over and you be and 
You know what I'm saying? If like become, if if you if you immigrate okay. if you immigrate to America and you're and, and you're African an American citizen, yes, and then you're African American. That's what I'm because, saying. Because because would you consider but if Eddie you, Murphy in coming to America? He wasn't African American. No, he was an African. He was African. He was an just African in America visiting. Yes, yes. Looking if for you, queens. If I you, go to Queens. <laughs> if you are an African and you come over to America and you immigrate and you become an American citizen, you are an African American. If you're just black in America, I'm you're black. I agree because and I hate we're all and Americans I, and I hate exactly we're all Americans and I hate using those stereotypes, but it's true. You're black. I'm white. That get over it. That's how it is. But we're all Americans. I can't help that I was. Let's born hold white. hands and let's sing Kumbaya. Dude, I can't fucking stand white people. White people are the worst. Look at this dickhead. Is that white guilt? That it's you're not feeling? so much white guilt as it is. Look at look at what the fucking. Look at this dickhole Richard Spencer. Look what he does. Look what Donald Trump does. They're white. That's the example that those people... I don't want to be associated with these a-holes. I'm sorry. You call it white guilt if you want to. Call it whatever you want, whatever helps you sleep at night. I just think white people suck. Now, there's really cool white people like me, but there's also really shitty white people. But we can't help that we were born white. We just happen to be born white. It is what it is. I don't mind being white. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't mind I being mean, white. Maybe in since, this well, country, because I'm born white, I guess I don't mind being white. But I, that's what I'm saying. In like, this country, it's a hell of a lot better to be white <laughs> than to be anything else. Let's, 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 let's call it what it is. Yeah. Let's, so we, we have white privilege. Kamau Bell. I don't know if I'm butchering his first name or not. And I kind of honestly don't care. You know, whatever. I've only seen one of his segments once. So if I saw it more often, then I'd be more, you know, understandably offensive about it. But Kamau Bell went to one of my, Richard Spencer's rallies, mm-hmm. you would call it, because it's basically a bunch of white people that get together in, like, Washington, oh, and oh, they oh. have a conference where they get up on stage and they talk about how great it is to be white and how this needs we need to make this a white nation I'm going to stop you right there, Adam, because it's not a bunch of white people, because, I mean, think about when you and me and Deloney and Pilak get together. We're a bunch of white people getting together. This Richard Spencer is a bunch of white supremacists getting together. That's there's a big Scott, difference. Scott, are they people? They are people. That's a bunch of white people. I get it. It doesn't but- mean it, just because I said it's a bunch of no. When I said it was a bunch of white people, wasn't me making an insult like, oh, it's a bunch of white racists. No, what I said was it's a bunch of white people okay. as in, as in there's nobody of any other color there but a bunch of white people. I get you weren't wrong. You weren't exactly. wrong that it was a bunch of white people. You would say, but you let's would say get more no, no, specific. No, no, no. If you would say, if I wasn't wrong, that makes me right. So okay, so you weren't wrong. So you were right by saying okay. It, if you, it's a bunch of. Let me finish. <clears throat> There's a bunch of white people getting together. I'm just saying. Let's let's call if a spade. Let's, went, let's call a spade a spade. And let's get a little bit Scott, more specific. Don't be that there guy. are a bunch of white racists getting together. To hold each other's cocks and talk about how great yeah, it is. Yeah, but we're getting into that. Like, come okay. on. I'm trying to describe the thing. If you went to a KKK rally, Scott, mm-hmm. you would say it's a bunch of white people that are trying to be, you know, trying to sit there and say white power and racism and all that. I would never, first of all, I would never go to a KKK rally. Wouldn't Let's you? Put that out Wouldn't there. You? For your distraction, I would never, ever, ever go to a KKK rally. Camille Brown. Can I can I can I be honest is with you? Is that his name from United Shades of America? What's Cam, his name? Cam, Camille Bra- Bell. 
Camille Bell. Camille Excuse me. Bell. Bell. I watched season one. There was an episode. I actually really liked it. He went to a KKK rally, and we'll talk about that later. Can so. I be honest with you, Scott? Yes. You can be honest with me, Adam. I would go to a KKK rally one time just to see what it's like and what they're kind of talking about. Oh, shit. Jesus. Not to go you. there, not to go there sporting, but mainly to do the same thing he's doing, to sit in the back and be like, look at these fucking crazy people here. Like, what the shit is going on? And to just listen to the bullshit. And then I'd be like, all right, I heard it. It's all random bullshit. I wouldn't go to support him, but I would go just to be like, these are a bunch of fucking crazy white people here. I would go to protest, maybe. I've been really into protesting lately. You have been. It's mm-hmm. it's. I really it's, love protesting. It it's doesn't great. accomplish anything, but okay. It makes me feel good, and it makes you in the protest, but it doesn't accomplish anything. It really doesn't. Um, it, it doesn't, doesn't hurt, does it? Doesn't accomplish anything though. Like the time could be the time could be spent better planning and trying to figure out a way to actually do something as opposed to just. All right, here's the thing. Protesting, let's get into that for a second, okay? Most, like, I would bet 60 to 70% of protesters are just a bunch of liberal people that have nothing better to do with their time. That's not true, Adam. That's not true. I would, maybe, maybe not all the time, but I would bet a lot of the time, like, they just, like, a lot of people just don't have anything to do with their time. So, they're, so like, if I, like, for example, me. If I had nothing better, like if I didn't have a job and I didn't have anything to do during the day, I might think about going to do some protesting just because, you know, it gets me out of the house. And I'm not and I'm not making light of it, but it doesn't accomplish anything. Like, I'm sorry. Protesting, protesting is great. It's great that you're allowed to be able to go out there and say what you want and and all this other stuff. But it doesn't actually accomplish anything. So, not 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 today. It might have done it like 30 or 40 years ago, but not today. It doesn't do it. If you're interested, Adam. My next protest I'm doing is on Friday, May 12th at 4 p.m. We're going to Representative Mike Kelly's office in Sheridan, Pennsylvania, and we're doing a die-in. We're actually getting body bags, and we're putting people in body bags and putting tombstones up. His office in, in downtown Sharon, we're, 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 di- we're putting dead people. And I and you know what? Yeah. I guarantee he's not going to be there that day. Oh, he's he's never there. He's, he's a, not going to be there. No. So so you know what? It's not going to accomplish anything. No, it's I know. not going to do uh, it. It's uh, it's honestly like I hate to it say it. It makes the news. It makes the news. And you know what? Think about the American public today. Think about the American people. It's going to make the news. People are going to think about it for about an hour, and then after that, they're going to go about their business and not going to care anymore. That's one hour, Adam. That's one hour. One hour. That's not. But that's, what? Here's here's what I'm saying though. Do you understand what I'm saying though? It's one hour that doesn't accomplish anything. What I'm saying is this time is better spent figuring out figuring out a way to accomplish something in the government in the politics. We, we this is how we do it. We take them down. Baby steps. You gotta crawl okay, before you can walk. But like, the, how how is it baby steps if it only if people only think about it for about an hour and then they go back to the business? They don't. I don't care think anymore. that's not necessarily true. That they yeah, think about it. It no, is. no, no, Adam. I think, I, don't, I don't disagree with that. I mean, it's going to be on the news. It's going to be all over the place. It's going to be out there. It's you're, you're going to get your voice out. The problem is people don't fucking vote. People like Mike Kelly and other representatives and other senators and congressmen and. President Trump, God, it pains me to say that. So many people didn't vote. If people actually get out to vote, these assholes wouldn't be elected. And that's the main thing. That's the main thing, getting people fired up enough to vote. 
but protesting is going to do it because honestly, yes, it will. By cutting people's health care, by taking health care away protesting, honestly, you have a better chance of... You tell have a, you have tell a better, that to Gandhi, you have Adam. A better, tell that... Tell that to But we listen, Scott, we live in the twentieth century, but we think like a twenty first century people, okay? You gotta you gotta you gotta remember, these aren't people that give a shit about what you're yelling about in the streets and everything like that. They don't care. You gotta get on the social media sites, you gotta get yes, on the internet. We are. That's where we they care. Are. But they don't give a shit about the streets. They don't care. Yes, they do, they Adam. Don't care. Yes, they do. Mahatma Gandhi, Nelson Mandela, you already brought him up once. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, <laughs> Once all again. these people, all these people are pioneers in protesting, and they all accomplished so much. You, and in and, and today's day and age, yes, you do it, but you also do it with social media. We we use social media when we protest. We do all this stuff, and it is working. We just we just had a a bunch of people from our group has have a sit down meeting with Mike Kelly himself. He sat down with us. He's a complete bonafide a-hole and didn't care but we actually accomplished something by getting him to come here and there were news cameras there was newspapers we're doing great things we're doing great things and i guarantee Is it going to accomplish anything tomorrow no but talk to me in 20 in 2018 when the when the midterm elections happen we'll we'll talk about it then because time's gonna tell motherfucker but i guarantee Marching in the streets, like I'm all for it. It's fine. It's great. Nobody cares anymore because people live in yes, an. They do. People you're live wrong, in no. Man. People live in an age. You're wrong. People live in an age where if you're marching in the streets and you're inconveniencing people that aren't part of the mm-hmm. protest, they live in an age where they're going to actively go against that protest because they're going to be like, "Well, you're inconveniencing. Like I'm trying to go to work. I'm trying to go to the grocery store. I'm trying to do this, and you're blocking me and take making me take more time. What are you protesting against? Oh, well, I'm against that now. I've seen the videos with people blocking the streets and the cars running them over. I, I completely, we had one march that was in the streets and we had our proper permits. We had the police there that were blocking the road and detouring people around where our march was taking place. We do it the legal way. But that's that's fine, but that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you, no matter what, whether you do it the legal way or not, you're inconveniencing people is not the way to do it because we you know what's inconvenienced people taking their health care and letting them die on the Scott, streets Scott. that's fucking inconveniencing but they, people but what I'm telling you is coming from coming from an average Joe running around town who doesn't go to protest nobody gives a shit if you inconvenience somebody listen if you inconvenience somebody like that whether it's legally or not they're not going to like it it doesn't See, matter right there just this last protest we did when we marched to Mike Kelly's office there was a lady on the street who asked us what we were doing and why what we were talking about we brought up health care for her and she completely sided with us and she said you're absolutely right my daughter my six-year-old daughter has a pre-existing condition we own a small business we own a bakery down here in sharon we have to pay for our own insurance because we don't work for a big corporation that offers us health care. We have to buy our own health care. Our daughter has a pre-existing condition. It, if Trump care goes through the Senate, we're not going to be able to afford to put our daughter on our health care. This is wrong. This is completely wrong, and I support you. This lady had no idea we were doing this, and she was 100% on board with us that she ended up walking with us, and she was one of the, you're only allowed two people in at a time in to go into the office, so we take turns, go two by two. She was one of the ones who went in and said, I'm not even a member of their group, and I'm here to tell you that you're wrong. And we tell his staffers, and his staffers, 
And I blame them for working for this asshole, but I don't blame them because it's not their fault, but it's who they represent. They shake their heads and say, okay, we'll pass it along. We'll pass it along. We'll pass it along. But it works out. Did they pass along? No. They didn't pass anything along. They no, didn't. They passed. Are. They passed nothing you know along. How many phone calls and, I've made? You know how many letters I've written? And and to comment on the lady that you said saw you on the street that was walking by that uh, that found out what you're doing. Think about the area you live in. How many pedestrians walk on the street? In downtown Sharon, a lot. Not really. Not really that many. Adam, yes. You're talking about downtown Sharon like it's like it's the middle of the New York City or something no, like that. Downtown Sharon like is barely a mile long. Yes, but there's, it's, it's barely a mile long. I'm there every day. There's people who walk the city. Like it's there's shops, there's there's restaurants, there's where I work. People walk there. It's a downtown. But that's area a minority. What I'm saying is that's a minority. Is is what I'm saying. Like I'm talking well, about the majority. That's where we are. I can't speak for in the middle of the country. I'm talking about where we're doing it. He have he's a he's a representative. He's a U.S. congressman who works in Washington D.C. and he has enough. He has enough constituents in the area to have an office there. So, I mean, there's a lot of people that live there. I'm just saying the only way to change things is to do it from inside, not the protesting. Like, for example, our, our friend Mike Muha, for example, friend right. of the show. Right. He's doing something that is actually going to make a difference by running, by actually getting involved and getting into the system and making a difference. That's what he's doing. Right. I'm sorry I support the protesting movement. I am all about it because it's part of our freedom of speech. It's yes. part of what America is all about. It's democracy. But the realistic cynic in me says it doesn't actually accomplish anything, especially today, in today's age, where everybody's so techno-organic, everybody's in their phones, everybody's just listening to the like podcasts in their cars. You might be listening to this podcast in the car when there's a protest going on right now. I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't accomplish Hardly anything. I disagree, but hey, you're entitled to your opinion. You're allowed to like the Fast and Furious. I think po- I think protests Don't work. Don't bring Vinny D into this <laughs> shit. Don't be bringing his ass into it. Come on. I'm just saying we have difference of opinions, and that's great. I hate it when we get on this show and we're both yes men, and that's no fun. It's great when we have a difference of opinion. I'm going to continue to protest. One re- and, and you know what? I'll, I'll humor you. So I'll say you're right, even though I disagree. I'll say that you're right, that it accomplished nothing. It accomplishes one thing. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel like I'm, like I'm doing something. I'm not going to sit back with my thumb in my bum watching MSNBC swearing at my TV like, like an old man yelling at a cloud. You mean like you do now. Like, do you mean like you do now? No, I'm doing more than that. I'm, I'm getting off of my fat ass and I'm getting out and marching in the streets and I'm doing what I have to do. This is, this is what democracy looks like. This is called democracy. This is how it works. So you don't have to agree and you don't have to. That's great. It's a beautiful thing about this country. You don't have to, but I can and the, I'm allowed to. The thing about this country is it only matters if you have the money. I'm sorry. That's the way it works. If you have the money, you're the one that makes the decisions. That's just the way it works. And the elections are coming up, and big, and it does, big things are around the corner. It doesn't matter. If you've got, big if you've got the money, you're going to win. If you've got the money, for the most part, you're going to win. When's the last time a little guy ever won the election? When's the last time a little guy? What election guy, are you talking about? Any election. When's the last time? Every a, time. Every when's time. The last time when's School the last boards. Time, when's, 
Who who wins school boards? Who gives a shit about school boards? That's the point. I'm talking about like some like governors, mayors. A lot of people care pro- about school boards. Adam. Senators, congressmen. Senators is called the Millionaires Club. You got to have a million dollars to be a senator. But those are the people that matter. Nobody gives a shit about the nobody. I'm sorry. Nobody no. Cares about the school board. It, it doesn't matter. It it because you're, you're, you're <laughs> on a macro level. This is funny. At a, at a macro level, I lo- I love the school board and I love this. I love our school stuff. But I need to be better on a macro level though if you don't have the money you, you you're not gonna you, you can't do it like school it doesn't boards, matter school boards make decisions what happens with the money school boards vote on decisions school boards are very very small in scale when you compare it to the president of the united <coughs> states of america but but you gotta start local local is so important adam i would argue that local offices especially like judges are are more important. They affect our everyday lives more than Donald Trump ever would. And you see my yard littered with signs right now. The sign, the political signs in my yard are all judges <laughs> because those are the big ones. Those are the ones you need to win. And guess who's been cleaning up on judges? The good guys. Here's the I would I and I I absolutely agree with you that small town elections do make a difference in your personal lives, but your average worker who doesn't pay attention to politics doesn't care about that. They're worried about, they're worried about getting to their jobs, making no. enough money to take care of their families. They're not worried. They're not worried about the micro level elections because right. to them it doesn't. To them it honestly just doesn't matter. Because well, because the micro level elections they don't have enough money to make it in the big times and they don't have enough money to make it into the big scene and that's what like congressmen and senators and high level politicians do they have they have enough money to make it to the big scene and that's where it matters that's where the the, the money goes you're absolutely right the the local steel worker in Pittsburgh wants wants you know they're worried about their job that's what they care about they don't want. Russian steel to come in to build a pipeline from Canada to the United States. They want they want their steel to be made. The the local baker, you know, they they want to have affordable health care. That's what they're concerned about. They don't want to have the rug pulled out from underneath them. This is this is all important stuff. Everybody's worried about number one. If you're a school teacher, you, you don't you don't want your pensions cut. You don't want to have your union busted up. You want to be able to Worry about what's good for you and what's good for your family. That's the important thing. Everybody's out for number one. You really are. But it it's when they're getting tax cuts to the millionaires and billionaires that you realize, how the fuck is that helping the middle class? How the hell is that helping people like you and me, Adam? It's not. It's not. And people see that. And that's why there's swings one way and there's swings the other way. And people are pissed right now i'm gonna be honest with you i think it swung the other way during this election obviously we know that and it might have swung that way for a while because here's the thing here's the thing let me tell you my theory this is a theory that i have we have somebody who's in president of the united states who is donald trump who could say whatever the fuck he wants to say who could say all this outlandish shit and be president of the united states we've got somebody who like richard spencer who is basically almost a neo-Nazi. That's what he's called. I don't know if he's actually a neo-Nazi, but he's definitely pro-white supremacist individual who's saying white power, white power, white power. And you know what it's bringing out? 
it's it's getting rid of the PC culture, the political, the politically correct culture to a certain what's, extent. What's that? Explain that to me. I don't know basically, what the PC culture is. Basically, anybody who can't say anything that's against any other race. Why? Except for white people, apparently, because it's why? A, because apparent because <clears throat> it's been it's been what's considered these days or at least the past few years like if you say anything about any other race that's not a white person then you're a racist so it's not politically correct but anybody of any other race is allowed to say anything they want about white people and it's okay which i don't know if i necessarily agree with that but that's how it's kind of been i don't agree with so that. i don't agree with that one bit i think uh, if you look historically and, and you're a good I'm not judge talking about history. I'm not talking about history. I'm talking about the past like ten years, de- past decade only. But but you can't you can't just take that. You just can't look. No at no no. The past I'm 10 talking years. about I'm talking about the way the PC culture has been. PC culture has only existed for like what the past like 10, 15, no, it's 20 bullshit. years. It's always been there. It's always it has been not there. always been there because think about the seventies. Like think about this. Think about Martin Luther King's time. There was no PC culture really. There was no there was no time period where it was it was not okay to say the N word or anything like that to a black person like there was there was it, everybody was saying the n-word left and right there was no politically correct culture so, so the n-word <coughs> is pc to you there's different things it's politically incorrect there's to say different the things so so allow not allowing a woman to vote when when that pilot, that's politically that is politically but then incorrect. that happened that happened before the 70s that's what i'm Scott, I don't think you're understanding what I'm saying. What I'm saying is like the PC culture that exists today where everybody has to be – where it's like everybody has to watch what they say. Everybody has to – There's a difference from being politically correct and being a good fucking person. And too many people are like out there what spouting I'm the is, N-word what I'm is, and saying, well, I'm not going to be well, PC because all these Ners are out there. There's no, you're politi- being a piece of shit is what you're being. There's politically correct and then there's too politically correct. There's being like, like you can't make a, like, for example, okay, just use this as an example. Like the political uh, correctness that has existed is any black comedian could get up on stage and make any white joke they wanted. But if a white person gets up on stage and makes a joke, even if it's about like, oh, black people have big dicks or black people, like common stereotypes where black people are good at dancing or basketball, that's considered politically incorrect because our white person up there saying that about another race. It does it that's that's the way it's existed. That's kind of how it is. And there's a lot of white people that will get up there and say that and push the envelope and they will get a positive uh response to it, but then they'll go some places and make those same jokes and say, you're insensitive and you're racist for saying that, even though they're making a positive uh comment about a certain race. That's what I mean by political correctness and incorrectness, okay? And there's been a stigma lately, like the past couple decades, where there's been a political correctness where you can't say anything about another race unless they're white. Like, because white is the majority in the in America. That is the... Ma- Everywhere. Exa- well, yeah, kind of. Yeah. White is, is the majority and, you know, all this other bullshit. And now there's a lot of people, a lot of people mainly i guess in conservative states that have a lot of pent-up aggression about that kind of stuff because they don't like the fact they can't speak their mind but now that these people like donald trump richard spencer coming out and they're speaking their mind and they're in the highest powers of office and they're saying what they want to say and they're saying all the things they think and they're like political correctness is over like you know that that's where we're headed they have no idea no idea. And, and I'm I'm saying this from my high perch as a white person, but these people think they've had it rough, and they think that 
You have no idea what you it's have, like. You have no idea what it's like to be a minority in this country. You have no idea. Have <coughs> you seen the shit that's posted on bathroom walls that's all over the internet? You see this shit that's said about minorities? Whether you're black, whether you're a woman, whether you're Jewish, whether you're Muslim, all this shit is horrible. And that's what our country does. It tears people. If you're fucking different, then it tears you down. We are a country of bullies, Adam. And, and you can say that history doesn't matter, but even in the last 10 years, we'll go, we'll go recent history if that's what you want to do. If you want to take away slavery and Jim Crow, fine. We'll take the past 10 years. Black people have been treated like dog shit in this country. And they always have been. And if they want to, if they want to have a thing up there to say the N word and we can't say it, then I say that's the least we can fucking do for them. Because they have been treated horribly in this country. And there's no sign of it stopping, especially with this Cheeto Jesus president that we have right now, who's making <laughs> things worse. It's terrible. This is terrible. And for you to call it the PC culture, I take offense to that because I don't believe it is PC at all. It's just being a good fucking person. It's just, it's just treating people with respect. Treat people the way you want to be treated. I have some very good friends who are, who are. I'm going to say it, African-American. You can call me PC, but I don't give a shit, Adam. They are good people, and they've had the run of the muck. They've, had, they've been drugged through the shit. Why? Because the color of their skin. And that is not fucking right. It is, it is shitty, and our country sucks for it. Gay people, you and I both have gay friends, and they are discriminated against. If me calling this out as PC, well, fucking too bad. All they want are the same rights we have. They want to be able to marry the person they love, regardless if they're the same sex or not. This is, this is what I'm talking about. It's not even just about race. There's so many things that our country discriminates against, and it makes me sick. It makes me sick. So you can call it PC all you want, but I, I hate that term. I hate that term. I'm just going to sit here and be a good person. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to my rallies, and I'm going to fight for these rights of these people, these minorities, these black people, these gay people, these people who are different. Because I can't stand bullies. I will always stand up to a bully, and that's what these people are. They're fucking bullies, Adam. Okay, so you brought up, you brought up uh, the LGBT community and gay people and their homosexual rights i'm gonna be honest with you scott and this is a thought that i've had over the past couple weeks i haven't given up on lgbt rights because i agree with you i think they should there's no reason in this country they should not be allowed to be married <coughs> well I'm, they do they have the right well, I'm just saying. Like, they have, they, have the, they, they can get married. Can you just like work with me here for a second? Like okay, when I when I said when oh. I said when I said PC, like for example, you came at me for saying PC cultures. That's, yeah. that's just the general term for describing it for people that don't follow this kind of bullshit. But you went off on that. But okay, I don't that's like fine. That term. I don't that's like fine. That term. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. What I'm saying is okay. Okay, just, just you want me to go with you? I want you say to go with me here. I want you to row the boat with me. You go take the me. left or I'll take the right or all let's you go. have to say is go with me here, and I'm go ready. with me. Okay, I think I'm done posting and preaching about LGBT rights. I think I'm done with it. And let me let me take you down the rabbit hole of my thought process because this was really hard for me to think about. 
But here's my thought process. I still support them, and I still support, like, for example, one of my favorite people in the world is George Takei, and he absolutely is an advocate for this what kind of stuff. What a great guy, yeah. He is. Um, <coughs> you okay? Me. You've had a cough all it's, show. My cough is coming back, actually. It kind of sucks, but it's coming back. <coughs> um, I think I'm done mainly because... I'm the kind of person, and I've said this before on the show, and I've said this before to you, where I think about the larger world at hand, not just the things that are in, thrown in front of me on like the news, but I every minute, ever or every hour of every day, I always think about like at this point of time, like I have a very negative thought process. So, like at this point of time, somebody's being raped. At this point in time, somebody's dying. At this point in time, there's a child starving. At this point in time, there's that kind of stuff that's happening at all times. <clears throat> and I was thinking about all these rallies and all these, for like, example, like 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 homosexuals that are rallying because they don't have the right to marry. They don't have the right to adopt children in certain states. Well, for the most part, they do now they do most now, of the yeah. time. But I'm just saying, like, I was thinking about it and like all the, all the rights and everything. And I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, so where are the rallies for the really, really important issues? And I'm not saying that that's not important, but when I when I say important, I'm talking about the children that are starving in this country, or the people that live literally on the streets that are freezing in the cold. Like the only and besides people that are actually a part of the community, people that are gay, homosexual, transsexual, all that other, all that, all that stuff. Besides those people, the people like you and me that are heterosexual, not, not you and me specifically, but like the people that are a part of that gender class, I guess is what you would say, or the, uh, what's the other term for it? The, uh, no homo. I guess no homo. Yeah. The no, no, homo? The no homo class. Okay. <clears throat> the people that, that, that I think a lot of them are bid, Big, big advocates for that, mainly because it's, and this is the term I've chosen to use, it's the sexy thing to support in America right now. <laughs> exactly. It's it's the high class thing to support in America right now. Even though, even though with these people, it has no effect on them and they don't know any gay people and they don't know any of the, it's, it's, it's the hot thing to support in America right now. And I'm thinking to myself, there's all this flack. There's all, there's all the support in, in the government. Like they've got all these supporters about like, we need to, you know, get these people their rights and we need to, you know, do all this and that and everything like that. And I'm like, yeah, but like they're spending all this time trying to get the right to marry but there's ch literally children that are dying of starvation children or people that are dying on the streets because they're homeless because there's not at least homeless shelters for them to go rest for the night and because of that be and it's mainly the way the culture is turned because of that i'm more supportive of that than i am of lgbt rights See? and it's not that i'm not it's like i said it's not that i'm not supporting them but until the until the bow shifts and people start worrying more about that than the petty i'm sorry i'm sorry the worry that you can't get married and the the idea that you're not allowed to get married in this country is several bars lower to me than a child starving or a person dying on the street i'm sorry but it is so it can be and, and it is and, it is i mean being with being <clears throat> Being with 
the person I love and being married to my wife and having a family is the single most important thing to me. Without question. It is it is incredible. It is it is it is a different feeling than I've ever f- I would I would want everybody to feel this way. As happy as I am in my life in my marriage, the fact that a government can can shake a finger at you and say, "God, oh, no, you got to do it this way." is completely wrong. I'm I'm not disagreeing with you. Kids starving on the street is a terrible thing and I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, independent, conservative, liberal, moderate, anywhere in between. Everybody says, yes, kids shouldn't starve on the street. But the problem is, how do we fix the problem? I mean, the... That's my whole point. There's the right, so much... There's so much... But that's my whole point. There's so much time. Not just in, not just, just media attention. There's so much time spent on this. There's so much time spent on trying to figure out how they can get more rights. There's so much time spent that when that time could be spent... My, Figuring out a way to get the to get these children more food, to figure out a way to get the to get them away from abusive parents, to figure out a way to get these people off the streets. My argument is same sex marriage and LGBT rights is an easy fucking fix. It's hey, their people, your people, every person gets the same rights. Problem solved. End of debate. Now let's get these fucking starving kids off of the street. Because the problem with that is, how do we fix it? Um, you need to start with economic development. You need to start with uh, drug and alcohol abuse. You need, it's, it comes down to the parents and what you need to throw money at. The right always wants to cut, cut, cut. They don't want to spend money. Whereas that's something we need to invest money in. Donald Trump has been cutting money left and right, <laughs> cutting, cutting, cutting. That's their favorite thing to do. They always say, oh, the, the debt, the deficit, you know, we need to be. I say, no, let's, we're the wealthiest nation on the planet. Well, I don't, it's a fact, Adam. Well, it's a fact. Well, no, I, there's no well. We are the wealthiest nation on the country, in the, in the world. We're the wealthiest country in the world. We need to fix it. We need to fix this problem. And if we're in debt, if we have a deficit, if we whatever, I don't give a shit. People are more important than profits. And the right doesn't see it that way. And that's the problem that needs to be fixed. And it's a big problem. It's our whole lives this has been the argument. This has been the fight between the left and the right. So it's not an easy fix. Whereas LGBT, I feel like it is. Feel like we, our but country, but our is, country is ruled by the Constitution of the United States. It's not ruled by the Bible. There, but the, end of end of debate. What you just said makes me lose a lot of faith in this country because you're right. LGBT compared to starving children and homeless people is a quicker fix. It is a quick fix, essentially. Should and, be. It should be. <clears throat> and. I'm sorry, but what you just said makes me lose a lot of faith in this country because what you're saying is, and I guess I'm I'm not surprised, I guess, but because be. because but because you're saying it live on air and it's true, it just makes me lose so much faith in this country because what you're saying is the people don't want to take con- the people don't want to fight the complicated problems. They just want to which 
is part of the reason why I don't think that a lot of these, like, for example, you and me, heterosexuals, actually care about these issues. It's the sexy topic at the time to care about the LGBT community. They want the quick fix. They want to be able to win quickly. They want the quick fix. If they take on children starving or if they take on the mantle of homeless people, it's going to be a complicated issue that's going to take a long time. And it's not they're not going to get their quick win that's going to give them that adrenaline rush. Like, we won, yes. I have friends that uh, are, are a same-sex <clears throat> couple, and they just got married this past summer. And unfortunately, Chris and I couldn't go to their wedding because we were out of town the week they had their wedding. And it sucked because re- I really regret that. But they're really close friends of Kristen and I. And they've been together for decades, Adam, for a long fucking time. So I'm going to ask this question. they were just able to get I'm going to interrupt you and I'm going to ask the question. They were in decades. What did marriage actually change? They, have ben- they get each other's benefits now. It's just money then? Yeah. Just money. Oh, that that and they actually. So then it's just money. Then it's just money. Then there's the issue. It's not. Uh, it's it's a big issue. It's got. It's got nothing. It's got nothing. It's got nothing to do with pension, health care, all of that. It's just money. It's basically a conservative issue. It's money. No, 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 no. It's not all about money. It's. You get all the but benefits that was the first from your thing, spouse. That was the first thing you said. That was the big issue. That, that's so, a huge issue, Adam. If, if what if I was told I wasn't, I don't have health care at my job. I can't get it. I would have to get through the Affordable Care Act, which is in a fight right now to stay alive. If I wasn't married to Kristen and could be on her health insurance, I would have no insurance. I have a pre-existing condition. I couldn't get it. If if I was told. By my government, state or federal, you're not allowed to marry her for whatever reason, I wouldn't be able to get health care. There's oodles of people out there, same-sex couples that go through the same thing. Maybe one of them has a better job than the other, and they get benefits. And when you're, ben- when you're married with somebody, your spouse gets your same benefits. But because you're same-sex couple, you can't get those benefits. That's an example of this of this friend of ours. They are now on each other's. Other than that, no. They live together. They owned a house together. They they don't have kids, but they had they had dogs. They're, they're to to them it was a piece of paper signed. They loved each other. There was nothing that anybody could tell them would be different. They get their name changed. You can do that legally through the process. It was just it just the idea. That you you in the back of your mind you feel, I, we're not quite the same as Scott and Kristen. I mean, it, it, it they have something that we don't. A piece of fucking paper, it's all it is. But it's just it, it's not right. It's not right. Thank you for saying back of your mind because it leads to my next statement. Oh, here we go. Marriage, for the most part, is a state of mind. It really is. Death. No, I agree with that. Death from starvation and homelessness mm-hmm. is a state of being. Are you trying to argue that I feel like same-sex marriage is more important than a kid starving and freezing to death on the street? I'm trying to argue. Because I don't feel that way at all. I'm trying to argue that that's how Americans feel. Because it's the reason why I use a phrase, it's the sexy topic. It's And it's the reason why I use a phrase. It's the sexy topic because it's, so, it's in your face. It's so popular. <clears throat> I saw in – I've seen a couple videos and I saw recent like – you know YouTube Red? Yes. I think it's going on right now. Yes. Okay. There's a lot of YouTube series that are going on right there. And one of them is this born male 
who wanted to get a sex change to be female because that's how he felt inside. And this individual, almost done. This individual was saying, like, oh, you know, it's finally happening. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm finally gonna live the life I want to. It's, you know, it's mm-hmm. been such a hard road. It's mm-hmm. been such a hard road to travel. Being transsexual mind is you, very hard. Very hard. Mind you, saying this while being videotaped in like a Lamborghini and pulling up to a mansion because that's YouTube money for somebody who's really popular. Like that's such a hard road to travel doing that. And then, and then. I think there was like some issue where this person couldn't get involved in like a beauty pageant or some other bullshit or it was something weird like that. They couldn't get involved in something because of their, the fact they were a sex change person or something like that because they, it was like a, they were born a male, but they wanted to become a female and like they were dealing with that bullshit and it was such a hard road to travel dealing with that. And it's like, so what are you trying to say? And it's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're, I get your particular struggle for you. I don't care about your particular struggle because you're driving a sports car on the beach and you're living in a mansion. So you think money fixes versus, all these problems? Versus it certainly fixes hunger and homelessness. Then why did Robin Williams commit suicide? He was he he was I didn't a say depression. He had depression. That's a difference. It's the same thing. It's a no. mental illness. Adam, no, it is. No, 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 no. It listen, is. listen. It's a mental illness. This person wasn't told wasn't being told they couldn't get a sex change. It had something to do with something else. And like I and it's one of those things where it's like once again there's being so much money being put into this this YouTube red show about this pers- this particular individual. I, I haven't seen Listen, these show you're I'm, talking about, so I can't comment. <clears throat> I on didn't that. see the show either. I just saw a bunch of bunch of ads. Like you know they do those trailers before you see a movie. Now right. they do like trailers. Yeah. It was one of those. There's so much money put into this like in, in into the show and everything. It's it's fine. It's like it wants you to it wants you to care about their struggle and what they're going through. I'm like I said, I'm sorry, but you're not struggling as much as a starving child or a person living on the streets. You're you're driving a sports car, living in a nice house, and you're getting your sex changed the way you wanted it. Being like, born with one. No, gen- Scott. Fi- Scott, yes. no, 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 Adam, no, no. Adam, yes. You can't tell me. You can't tell me this person that's driving a sports car and living in a nice house on the beach of like California, something like that, has it harder than a starving child and a homeless person. You can't. I never was going to say that. But that's what I. That's say what that. I'm saying. And you're trying to rebuttal my comment. Well, they don't. But but Americans <laughs> don't have it harder than Palestinians and Israel Israel's Israelites dying in the. The West Bank. No, we don't have it as bad as Syria and Libya right now. So why should we even complain about anything when people <laughs> in the Middle East are dying? We're not as bad as North Korea. Their people are starving to death. So Americans should bitch about nothing because we don't have it as bad as other countries. They should bitch about. They should bitch about the, the things that are actually and the important. things that are bothering them individually are transsexual. You're a human being. You're born with male talk- parts, but, I'm not but ta- you're mentally a female. But I'm that not. Is I'm hard. not. I'm not, talk- I'm not talking about the LGBT community themselves. That's fine. What I'm saying is the people that are like you and me, like the 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 people that it doesn't affect at all. Why can't we care about both? Why can't we fight for because both? nobody's because what I'm saying is nobody's talking about the other side. Nobody's talking about the 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 people that are dying is what I'm saying. And nobody's discussed. That's my point. Spin, 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 spin. That's my point. That my point. My point isn't don't stop talking about this. Mm-hmm. My point is 
they give such a big shit about this because it's it's the phrase. I don't think you understand the phrase. I mean, when I say the sexy topic at hand, it's the top talk topic at hand. It's and the he, most popular talk. That's why. why they care about it. Stop. That's let me finish my point and I'll let you do it. That's my point. Is it's the top topic and nobody is talking any. I don't ever ever see ads or you know any any type of infomercial anymore on any type of video that talk about homeless people well, I or. Do. I do. In other countries, but not in America. No, I do. I, I never do. do. Never do. I never I do. do. I see them, yeah. Yeah. You're anyway, not, you... That, you're that, not watching the right media then, because I do. I see I see. Both. Oh, don't give me that. You're not watching uh, the right media. God, kind of bullshit. Why isn't it on CNN? Why isn't it on MB, MSNBC? I, I, I watch Why cable is, TV all the time. I see it all the time. There was, on, just, there was a commercial today. So there are reporters and people doing doing uh, uh, exposés about that? That's what you're saying? That's what I'm talking about. I'm not, I'm not talking about simple advertisement. You're, I'm talking you're about talking about an advertisement before you not, watch a YouTube I'm, video. That's but I'm, I'm not talking about simple advertisement. I'm talking, but I mean, it's LGBT rights is all over the news is too. Like give give time for that, but also give time for the issues of people that are dying over. And that is important. But here, but here's why. Here's here's my idea. You know me, Adam. I am a Facebook warrior. I get on there and I post controversial You are a shit. social justice warrior. I, I try to get letter. people to take the bait and we get into it. You know, that's my thing. I love doing it. If I were to post something on Facebook saying a, 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 a nice meme or a, a great little video about how we shouldn't let kids starve on the street and we shouldn't let them be cold in the wintertime, all these people would say, yeah. You're fucking right, Scott. This is what we should do. But if I'm going to post a video about how a same-sex couple should be able to get married, you're going to get some people that are going to come, yeah, Scott, you're right. But you're going to get other people to say, no, because the Bible says. So it's a controversial topic because people disagree. Adam, nobody's going to disagree with feeding and clothing a kid on the street. Nobody in their right mind is going to argue that. It's just how you get, how you fix it. Don't you think that's a problem, though? Don't you think then then that is a problem? It then? is. If, if, it is. If, There's a if, lot of problems. But you're part, then that makes you part of the problem because you're not posting that stuff either. I never see you post. Like, you only ever post things about healthcare and LGBT rights. It's only the only thing ever think of. And it's a sex. Those are the sexy. You're not paying attention. Those then. are the sexy topics. Those are the dancers. You're not paying attention. Those are the dancers on stage that, you know, are wearing, you know, the skimpy outfits and everything like that. And, you know, they're like, will she take her top off or won't she? I don't know, but it's hot. Just a couple days ago, I... I just posted one about since when did launching 29 Tomahawk missiles into Syria and dropping a, a Moab bomb in, in Afghanistan become a humanitarian act when refusing refugees become a problem. And the, the meme had like a kid, an, a kid fucking drowning because our country says, up. Oh, illegal you can't come in here yeah i I'm gonna, just posted that i'm gonna go out that was a, a I'm kid gonna, dying i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say uh america needs to deal with their problems before they get involved in other people's bullshit i disagree so that, with that so i disagree with that whole america we have so many problems like for example if we haven't if we haven't taken care of our own starving children and our own homeless how do we think we can take care of other because people's? we again we are the wealthiest nation on, on the planet then let's just, take care of our own problems and then. we fucking should so don't cut these programs don't get republicans in there that cut 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 because they say <coughs> oh we don't want to be in debt i don't want our kids to starve i don't 
But more than that, I don't want kids from Syria or Libya or North Korea to starve. I don't want any I don't want fucking them to, kid I don't to want starve. them to starve either, but if you had to pick and choose an American over I'm a Syrian. Not, I refuse to do that. I refuse to pick and choose. Every kid should be fed. Gun to your family's head, you have to pick and choose. Not no, your head, family's head. I refuse. I refuse right now, and I always will. Every single kid should should be fought You're for. right. Every single kid should be fought for. But while we're fighting for the Syrian kids, the American children are starving. In smaller numbers. In small numbers. But even, even uh, Scott, any number is too high. How do you fix the problem, Adam? Any number is too high. Money. If, if, money. If, yes. So money. stop sending money over to Syria and start fixing our own kids' problems. Then we can start sending mo- money over there. If we, I think we do. If we, we don't. If we if we push our money instead of in, instead of sending instead of paying for all this money to go liberate other countries instead of paying for all this money to go over other okay. wars instead of doing all that bullshit we paid the money to fix our own kids and make sure that every child has a meal and every child can grow up to go to school we'll get a lot more smarter people in this country and they can help solve oh, even bigger problems that. I don't but with that's that. where we need to be focusing our efforts not on. Like I'm not saying don't fo- don't focus efforts on LGBT rights. What I'm saying is, as it compared, if you compare those two issues, the one's way higher than the other. You're and putting it's not, all your eggs in one basket. The, Why I'm not can't putting, we fight for more than one thing? Why because, can't we fight for all of it? Because it be, think about the one track mind of the American populace. Mm. They only they can only focus on one thing, and the one thing that they focus on is going to be that because it's the as you said, it's the easier thing to fix. I'm the multitasker. <laughs> you, I- Scott, you think think about the American public that voted for Donald Trump. Think about that public. Can they focus on both LGBT rights and homeless and starving children when LGBT rights is the easier problem to Thankfully, fix? Thankfully, the majority of Americans didn't vote you didn't answer the question you didn't answer you avoided the question like a good politician you know i i know some people some family and friends who did vote for donald trump and some of them not all of them which is surprising to me but some of them i've talked to regret it they do i i know people who regret it they they cite different things in the first his his 100 days in office (laughs) has gone by what are you talking about? How very politician of you for me to ask you a question, you step it to the side while you move past it. Oh no, no, no. This this is leading to this is leading okay, to my answer. Okay, okay. So so <laughs> I'm so used to hearing Donald Trump and everybody else move past questions. So, I'm listening to this and I'm like, oh, here he goes. My these people that I know that voted for Trump are upset that all these things he promised them are not coming to fruition. And I laugh in their face and say, <laughs> and you're shocked why? You know, it, historically a president, especially a first-term president, accomplishes more in their first 100 days than the rest of their presidency combined because they're still riding high off of a big election. They have you know high approval ratings. I mean, it, you, you, you can't argue history. You look back at history is a fact. Mo- every president has accomplished more in their first 100 days than the rest of their presidency. Donald Trump's first 100 days have come and gone. And he has got zero done, other than a couple executive orders that he signed that were pretty much just repealing stuff Obama did, not adding anything new. And he got a Supreme Court justice approved by changing the law and the rule and circumventing it so he can get it done. Other than that, and plus the dude played a lot of golf, 
what you said he wasn't going to do. Well, he got know. a lot of eagles, man. He got a lot of eagles on that course. So, I, hear a lot of, even that, I hear it's not even that good. But whatever. I heard he got a par five, Scott. So, any at any rate, he hasn't got much done. So here I am being the biggest critic of Donald Trump there can be. And I'm like, wow, maybe this dude isn't going to do shit. Like, he has tried to do his things that he campaigned on, and nothing is getting done. So I lost my train of thought. What was you the did, question? You, you did not answer my what, question what, uh, at all. I, listen, unlike most journalists, which I'm gonna, which I'm gonna call myself in the next five minutes. Oh, when a journalist, hilarious. when a journalist asks a politician a question, the politician circumvents it I by talking about something else for about five minutes till they forget about the question. The point was, yeah, I forgot. Which the point was. Do you think the way that the American people is now, especially the way the, that America voted in right, the election, right, right. do you think that they can focus on LGBT rights, children starving, and homeless people all at the same time when LGBT rights is the easier thing to do? And America okay. is about being the easy country. I, I remember now. Okay, so you are the self-proclaimed cynic? Yes. I'm a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed optimist. Yes. And my answer is yes. <clears throat> I do. I still. I'm holding out for a hero. I so you have don't have a reason. You just faith. have faith. That's I have all. faith in humanity. Hey, faith in something. Faith in something is what we need, my friend. If you don't have faith, you have nothing. And and I do. I have faith because I've talked to these people, my friends and my family, who did vote for Donald Trump and now are regretting how they voted for him. Yes, I think I think people are going to be okay with this stuff. One of my very, very good, hardcore Republican conservative friends, he is very fiscally responsible, economically conservative. He doesn't give two flying fucks if two dudes get married. He does not care about that whatsoever. He wants, you know, to bring down the debt. That's his big thing. And I disagree, you know, I think we should take care of our people first. And if we have debt, so the fuck what? We'll handle that cross that bridge when we need to he disagrees with me we have a big disagreement we argue about it all the time but when it comes to social issues he feels the government should not be involved in social issues live and let live and and he's a good example of people like that i do i have faith in people adam maybe maybe i'm maybe i'm oblivious to this maybe i, I don't know maybe i'm wrong i don't know but that's what I. That's my answer to your question. Yes, my, the answer is yes. My final thought. This is my final thought before we end this episode because we're running God. super long this time. My final thought is: while everybody is fighting for gay people to get married, a child is dying of starvation right now. That's my final thought. <clears throat> you have a final thought? I'd like to see your numbers on that. I'd like to see your numbers on that. If, in this country? If the in number, this country. If the number is even one. Are you the going is, world? Are you going world? I'm going this country right now. This country? If the number is even one, that's too much. I'd like to see your numbers on that. If, I'd like to know if this very – during the duration of this podcast, if a child in the United States of America died of hunger on the streets. I would like – maybe. You might be right. I don't know. I don't have the slightest idea. Uh, that's something I'd like to I'd like to research. Second final thought: If the number is even one, that's too much. If the, I agree with that. If the number is one, it's too much. And who do we blame for that? And 
<laughs> third final thought. Translate that over to homeless person. If a homeless person dies on the street right now, even one is too much as well. I'm sorry. It is. American. He's an American, whether he's homeless or not. What does it matter if he's American or not? What if he's an immigrant from Africa? What if he's an African? If he's an immigrant, then yes, that's too much. Too much. I'm in the camp that... I am somewhat more liberal and Democrat. However, this, you, you, sometimes however, I wonder about that. I sometimes say that's I why I use the word somewhat. I'm more moderate than anything else, but because I'm more somewhat liberal than Democrat, that's the way it leans. If you're an illegal immigrant, I still, I also believe in defending the borders. Because if you talk to anybody else, too. if you talk to anybody else, any anybody from another country, especially ones that border on a bunch of countries they'll talk about like i don't understand why america's so lean why everybody's fighting about keeping the illegal immigrants like and mm-hmm. keeping them like letting them come in the country like if it was my country we'd be defending that border you know mm-hmm. to the letter so if you're an immigrant and you're legally here yes that's too much you shouldn't be starving you shouldn't be homeless either because you're here legally if you're an yeah, illegal immigrant it. you shouldn't starve and you shouldn't be homeless either but you You're as bad as you, me. You didn't go through the. You didn't go through the proper channels you to get here. Fucker, you are as bad as me. Why? Here we went one whole fucking episode of Four Distraction, and what did we talk about the weather and politics. Scott, when's the last time we talked about the politics? I don't want it's to been talk about for, the politics. People don't want to hear about politics. Scott, every now and then we got to have a look. It's. You love it. Listen. Don't lie. You love this it's shit. It's been a long you time. You eat it with a fucking Oh, please. Spoon. You eat it too. Don't even give me that no, bullshit. You, you know how it. to you push my buttons up. and you get me going on this shit <laughs> and we end up, oh, an hour later, we're, all we talked about was fucking politics. I want to talk about fucking Disney and television and movies. If we I want to talk, talk about I mean, things that make me happy. Talk about the Disney Nazis. Is that what you're talking about? Like the Nazi Disney company? Is that what you want to say? They're not Nazis. They're magical. And... Damn you, Adam. All we, we wasted an entire show on fucking politics. Do you really think it's a waste? You really think it was a waste of an episode, really? It's content. Come on, man. It's content that just makes me bad. I just want to drink more. And you know what? I want to talk about happy things. Ladies and gentlemen, tune in next week to Four Distractions, <laughs> and I promise we're going to be happy. <laughs>